Hello and welcome to the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as the mayor of PHNX. And of course, I'm joined by my vice mayor, my bench coach, uh, the one and only Thunderstick, Jesse Friedman. Uh, Jesse, how are you doing today? Good to be with you. It is. I'm doing great. I'm excited to chat with Jeff Bannister here in a couple Yes, we have a big guest on today. I can't wait to get him in here. Uh, First, I wanted to uh, just remind everybody that this show is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code of PHNX. And for betting $5 on any NFL team to win, you will get $200 in free bets should that team win. And yes, Jesse, I'm thrilled uh, to... Welcome in a guy with a wealth of knowledge, somebody that's been around baseball uh, and just an incredible uh, person in this game, Jeff Bannister, the Arizona Diamondbacks new bench coach. Uh, Jeff, well, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. I, I can't tell you how excited we are to have you. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on. It's uh, I can't be more excited about joining the, the D-backs. Uh, you know, it's been a, a whirlwind of a couple of weeks, but uh, – I'm excited, excited to get get, get uh, working and uh, let's see if we can't turn some things around for the uh, feedback fans. <laughs> yes, yes, we're all excited for that. Um, I guess I guess my first question is at, as an outsider, what's you know kind of your assessment of this team? I, I know obviously this year wasn't uh, a, a great year to really assess, but uh, you know from from afar, what were kind of your thoughts on the Arizona Diamondbacks? Yeah, you know what, I, I watch the games. It's hard when you're in a game this long, it's hard to get away from it. You know, I was able to catch a lot of the games. I talked to a lot of people inside the, the industry. And uh, look, this is a, a position player-wise, it, it's full of some young, very athletic, talented players uh, who are only going to get better uh, each every rep, every game. Uh, their knowledge of the big leagues is going to allow them to, to get better. Their comfortability with the league is going to allow them to get better. But uh, look, they're they're very athletic. You got some guys that can play multiple positions, and in today's game, that's that's so valuable. You know, they run the bases well. Uh, you know, they've got they've got a lot of speed. So, uh, and and on the pitching staff, you got I think you got a mix of some uh, veteran uh, players like Bumgarner, who I know can can help teach some of these young guys uh, how to pitch, what it's like, how to battle. Uh, you know, I know that uh, the bullpen uh, was some had some question last year, uh, you know, but look, in today's game, those type of things can be fixed fairly quickly, depending on which way you want to go. Uh, you see that bullpens get turned over uh, very quickly. But uh, look, they're not a 52 win team. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it is, you know, that's that was a record. However, I think the commitment to allowing a lot of those young guys to play, go out, get comfortable with what the big leagues feels like, what's necessary every day, um, and, and then how do you learn to meet the demands of the game? Jeff, it's uh, great to have you on once again. Uh, we're super excited to have you. Uh, my my first question for you, Jeff, is just uh, a lot of Diamondbacks fans have heard about your background with uh, with the Texas Rangers, of course, right? They remember you. Uh, you know, you won the American League Manager of the Year in your first season there. They're probably familiar with you from that. Uh, just for our audience members who who might not be, you know, super familiar uh, uh, with you as a person, as a manager, as you know, the, the bench coach here in Arizona, 
Uh, who is Jeff Bannister? How would you describe to fans of the Diamondbacks who they are getting as their new bench coach? First, a very simple human being, really. Just uh, he's been, I, I grew up in, a, in the locker room. My dad was a high school football coach at the state of Texas, so football runs deep in, in my blood. Um, but I, I was a coach's, coach's son, so I've been in the locker room since I had diapers on. And uh, <laughs> I'm a very, very loyal, uh, competitive human being, loves the game of baseball. The, the, the game of baseball brought me back to life a number of times. Uh, you know, there's mm. well-documented stories of, you know, the bone cancer when I was, when I was young, the knee surgeries, ankle surgeries, uh, broken neck when I was in college. Uh, all the comebacks, uh, you know, went on to, to be drafted by the Pittsburgh Pirates and uh, still have the highest batting average, uh, lifetime batting average. In the <laughs> there Pittsburgh. it is. So, there there it is. You, yes, you, it <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, listen, I've been a, been a baseball lifer, a guy that has, I, I've always uh, thought of myself as a, as a learner of the game, a uh, quest and a, and a thirst to learn the game at a high level. I've had some great teachers along the way. I, I would like to think that, that and now my knowledge of the game goes all the way back to, to guys uh, like Danny Murtaugh. You know, I, I learned from Chuck Tanner and Jim Leland and uh, Bill Mazeroski, Willie Stargell, uh, you know, uh, Manny Sanguian, uh, Tony La Russa. Uh, you know, there's, yeah. Uh, but I'd like to think that, that I'm also learning from guys that are that are new to the game as well. You know, when I when I watch, uh, you know, guys like AJ Hinch manage games. We've managed a lot of games. I've learned a lot of things from AJ. I've learned a lot of things from Tori. I've mm -hmm. learned a lot of things uh, from some uh, from uh, Dave Roberts. Guys that you know when you when you watch and, and and you have a quest for learning how to how to lead athletes how to motivate people, how to run a baseball game. So that never stops. And, and you brought up Tori. Uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on Tori Lavolo, just, you know, from, from your time knowing him and, and what your thoughts are on joining him as, as, as collaborators for this team now. First of all, I think, uh, I hope it's a great marriage. Yeah. What I mean by, what I mean by hope, I mean, you don't know until you, you get in the room you know, 24 seven with each other. And yeah. you're actually, sure. you're actually doing life. People don't realize how much time we actually spend together as coaches and players and teammates in the world of baseball. Uh, you know, it's we, a long uh, season. Oh my goodness. It's a long you know, season. When, when you're at, at the ballpark at, you know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock and it's every single day. And, and you're there sometimes till one, one thirty in the morning. You yeah. have to get on a plane, travel with each other. Well, you know, Tori, I, I'd like to think that, that Tori and I moving in the same direction in from different points of view. I'm, I yeah. mean, you know, I, I'm look, I'm I'm going to wear my my feelings out there. I, I'm going to show you just exactly who I am, what I think, how I think. Um, mm. You know, it's well documented that that. You know, I enjoy the game. I love to, to be in the game, excited about the game, and show show players that excitement. Tori's a little more stoic on that side, right? It's yeah, so I think yeah. that whole that whole opposite side of things could work very well for each other because it has a dynamic 
the possible possibility of a dynamic to reach all players. And yeah. that's what I love about when, when, when Tori and I first had our conversation, it was like, you know, this is who I am. This is who you are. I think we have the ability to reach everybody with, with these two types of personalities. And that doesn't mean we're the only two. There's a whole yeah. other group of coaches that, that they've got to be able to connect as well. But um, I thought it was, I thought it was a great idea by, by Tori. Uh, and, and also just he knows himself very well and and what he needs in that dugout from a guy like me yeah yeah for sure we're big fans of tory over here and tory is uh it's easy to say he's very nice but uh my opinion is he's just a very genuine person he's one yes. of the most genuine people i've ever uh encountered at times and i know at times it's 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 hard because as a baseball manager obviously you need to keep certain things close to your vest and not reveal your entire game plan and, and other things like that. So, but Lavolo, I think has always been um, just, just a very genuine person with us as the media at least. So, uh, but Jesse, I know you had another question. Yeah. I was curious. I wanted to ask about what you've been up to this last season. Uh, I know that you, uh, you took some time away from right from the major league uh, from the major league baseball scene. And you've been working at the university of Northern Colorado as the director of player development. Everyone wants to ask you, Jeff, you know, how is being a MLB manager? How has that prepared you for this, for this new role with the diamondbacks? I want to ask you, how is this, how is your job this year uh, at the university of Northern Colorado? How has this prepared you uh, for what you're about to take on this next season with the D-backs? Probably you know closer. what? Hey, <laughs> listen. That for, first of all, yes, I, I took a year away. Um, and had an opportunity to kind of decompress a little bit, digest thirty-five years of Major League Baseball, and reconnect with my family, uh, my mm. wife, my son, my daughter. Uh, you know, they look. They're they're the the ones who sacrifice the most. So yes. Yes. Um, my son goes to school and plays baseball at University of Northern Colorado. I think I've, I've got, got to watch him play a handful of high school baseball games. So when I when asked to come and volunteer and be the director of player development, which is a, it's a, a fancy title, might, might be the, one of the better titles I've ever had. <laughs> you <know>? There you <laughs> go. <laughs> but uh, really, truly, it is the ability to connect with with the, the college athlete. Some of these, mm -hmm. you know, every one of these guys have the dream, like I did when I was a young player, of playing in the big leagues. Yep. I don't know how many of these guys will actually ever see a major league field, but they have the heart and mind and the soul for it. They just may not have the skill set for it. But to walk out and just to be another coach on that field and not the manager, not the not the bench coach, not the pitching coach, but a guy that can just sit down and have a conversation and maybe help a, a, a young athlete in something, yes, baseball, but outside of baseball. And I like to look at it this way, changing the world through baseball at, at, at the grassroots level here's a group of players that i can go connect with i can teach them some baseball give them some some experiences from the major league side but you know what they're giving me they're enriching me 
with the ability to connect with a young group of athletes who are still dreaming. Because, yeah. you know, when we guys get to the big leagues, I mean, you've made it. There's still – there's some of that dream is still there. They want to be great sure. players, become Hall of Famers. But the reality is these young guys, they still have that stars – those stars in their eyes and that, that dream. And <laughs> yeah. it's so refreshing. I, I love showing up every day, mm. hitting, hitting the fungo, throwing BP, uh, and just having those conversations. Mm. Yeah. And you seem to be somebody that connects with people in, in a lot of ways. I've noticed on social media that you you are uh, you're active on Twitter quite a bit. I, and I like that. I'm a big Twitter guy. So I just want to get your thoughts on just kind of being on social media and connecting with people through that kind of medium, especially when uh, I guess a lot of a lot of coaches in baseball and such tend to not really, you know, participate in social media. Yeah. You know what? I'm not afraid of it. Um <laughs> <laughs> It's not a great place at times, but it's fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on now. Hey, listen. You're nobody's – you are nobody no, – you have no fans when you lose a game. You, when you bring a closer in and he gives it up, listen, it, it's my fault. And I and yeah. I take full responsibility. But some of those places on Twitter can get, get a little, little dark and deep. But, <laughs> sure. uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not afraid of it. And I am. And, and listen, that, that goes back to – was when I was all the things I've been through in my life um, and I watched my dad connect with athletes I'd watch my dad connect with people and well before social media day he died he, he asked me if I you know if I had written everything down that it, I'd gone through in my life and I said yeah why he's well People are going to want to know. You you have something to give back to people, and they're going to need it. And I never understood that. And then, you know, here comes this the, the social media platforms, and and then it, it gives me an opportunity to do just that, to connect. Um, there might be somebody that needs something to today, to to help them get through whatever it is they've got going on in their life right hmm. or it's just throw something out there to some young coach who is struggling with a, a a challenging player and i may put something out there that is going to spark them and give them something they can tangible they can hold on to and the other thing too is that you know we we all know i don't know if you guys have spent any time around clint hurdle who is a larger than life human being. <laughs> and one of the things that, you know, he and I would go back and forth and, you know, we kind of met the same way Tori and I are going to interact. I became Clint's uh, bench coach in Pittsburgh. And, and so um, I would always sign things off, dare to make a difference. And, and then I meet Clint and here's a guy who would sign everything off make a difference. And I thought to myself, there's two guys who think the same way is that we have an opportunity to make a difference in people's lives. And I'll give you a story that, that, and this happens so often. Uh, I can I go to stadiums across America and, and, you know, I'll be out on the rail signing autographs and having conversation and I'll see an, an elderly gentleman two or three rows back. 
and I, he's mirroring me as I'm walking along. And eventually, he, he, he gets, he comes down to the rail. Doesn't want an autograph, but he'll tell me, he says, he says, Jeff, I need to tell you thank you. And I'm like, okay. He says, because I can't thank your dad anymore. So social media, the Twitter, the Instagram, you know, all the different platforms gives us an opportunity if we if we do it the the right way hmm. i love that try to make a difference to dare to make a difference in other people's lives i love that jesse did you have yeah. anything else okay? no i think okay. i mean i think i think that <laughs> just, Jeff just dropped the mic on us i don't yeah, think we I, mean, can, I don't yeah, think we could say I'm, anything else after that i'm inspired <laughs> i need to go out and i was gonna ask a funny dumb topic and i don't even feel like doing that now at this oh, point come on, now, don't. Hey, come on. <laughs> i was gonna get controversial on you i was gonna ask do you put ketchup on your hot dogs that's what i was gonna ask <laughs> ketchup mustard relish chili yes cheese. Atta boy. Come on now. <laughs> Growing up in Texas, you put the house on your hot dog. There you go. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I am of that camp. Thank you so much. Well, Jeff, we can't thank you enough for joining us. And we can't tell you how much we look forward uh, to seeing you in the dugout this season and seeing what you can do with this team. Uh, Mike Hazen and Tori Lavallo have been very adamant about this team looking towards, you know, their future, looking towards their young players to develop them and make them, you know, the next stars for this team and Jesse and I, I think can both agree that we, we think you're the right man for the job to be a part of this. Well, I appreciate that. And, and, and understand, I mean, <clears throat> it takes time. Yes. You guys know that. Yeah. I, yeah, I came from an organization, 21 years of losing, 21 <laughs> years of losing. Right. And we, we were able to take a very similar group of players Started in right about 2010, 2009. Clint came in. We got some things going. Eventually, National League MVP, right? Yes, one of the, absolutely. One of the baddest pitchers on the planet in Garrett Cole. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Yeah. The, the catching ninja and, and Russell Martin came along. You know, we went out and got a, the, the you know – one of the bad boys of baseball and AJ Burnett, you know, Marte. <laughs> it was a really good team. Yeah. Marte. And we yeah. were able to, to, to be patient enough, but yet develop an urgency, a quiet urgency, so that these guys knew what it meant that winning means something. If winning didn't mean anything, why the hell do we celebrate? Right? Yeah, so exactly. The patience, but. This club reminded me a lot of, of some of the things these athletes that I, that I, I saw, um, you know, in that Pittsburgh club. So I'm excited about it. It's why, it's why when Tori called me and said, hey, you want the job? I said, I'll walk to Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come pick you up. Don't worry about yeah, it. We're going to make you walk. All right, guys. Well, Jeff, thanks again. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks we can't so much, appreciate Jeff. it. We appreciate it. We can't thank you enough. Outstanding, guys. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Have a great night. You too. 
Well, Jesse, I, I I don't know what else to say besides uh, that was amazing. He's an, was, a tremendous individual. I mean, we we already knew that we were going to have a fun time chatting with him, but uh, talking to him about you know the team and seeing how excited he is, it, it gets me jazz. You know, it, here we are, what one one day after the World Series, and I'm somehow excited about this Arizona Diamondbacks team. What yeah. one thing I one thing I personally feel with the the hirings that they've made is, uh, you know, Hazen said they weren't going to go outside for external help as far as filling, you know, positional needs, but they're almost bringing in an all star coaching staff of sorts, don't you think? Yeah, I mean they've they seem to have nailed it so far, Derek. I mean Joe Mather, uh, we got to hear from him too, not on this show, but just in the presser, and and he's certainly impressed there. And uh, yeah, Jeff Bannister is uh, once again, Derek. I feel I feel similarly talking with Jeff as I do with Tori in a sense, where it, it is not common. Our audience should recognize it is not common. It is not a given that when the media speaks to a coach that the coach genuinely is fully present and gives you their full attention. Oh right? yeah. Like that yeah. is, that is not <laughs> oh a given. God. That not is not coaches, a given. Jesse, it's anybody. Trust me. Oh, no. This is a yeah. guy that does not get people's full attention when he is interviewing them. <laughs> I get that. I it is, know that it is players. It is, it is everyone. It, it yeah. is every, every person who has ever appeared on a media interview ever. Right. It is not a given that they are going to be fully present with you and fully available. And honestly, I think we could talk to Jeff Bannister for, you know, we could have him on for an hour hour if we wanted to. Yeah. Like we could could go on for forever with that guy because he's so genuine and he's just there and he's present. And, uh, you know, and he, he certainly is, is up for a conversation with anyone, right? Like he was talking about that random person, uh, in the audience at, at a game, right? Like someone didn't know it all. That was an incredible story. Yeah. And, and I, I just love that the diamondbacks have another person, uh, like that in their clubhouse, right? Tori Lavello, we know has been, uh, you know, fully present, fully himself for a number of years here. And, and he's got, you know, a sidekick now who, uh, in a very <laughs> different way, right. I think yeah. they do compliment each other. Jeff has a very different personality. Very uh, much. You so. know, you know that he's going to be there for some of these young guys and he is going to motivate them and inspire them. And, uh, I'm I'm just excited, Derek. How crazy is this? We're excited about Diamondbacks baseball what? on November 4th what? after a nuts. 110 loss season. I don't know what's what happening. Is happening right now. Uh, we can thank <laughs> Jeff Bannister for that. We can definitely thank go. Jeff Bannister for that. Uh, just a reminder to you guys, NFL fans, it doesn't matter what sport you're a fan of. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code of PHNX. And for betting $5 on any NFL game, you will get $200 in free bets should that team win and now mind you again that's for nfl but uh, there's nba offers uh, on there there's all sorts of game props there's all sorts of in-game single game same game parlays i of course am mr parlay i need a hat to put on when i call myself that but <laughs> I, I love doing the same game parlays i can't get away from them no matter what even when i bet on a on, on a team to win i find myself instantly adjusting and going right over the same game parlays it's just fun to add some of those other props and some of those other options uh, you know, you just combine those bets for a bigger payout. And the more legs you add, the more money you can win. Don't go crazy. I had myself a 16-leg parlay the other day. I don't even oh know what gosh. I was thinking. <laughs> I just it, You get out of control sometimes, Jesse. I don't know what, what to say. What are the but... chances of landing a 16-leg parlay? I don't there? know, but I bet $10 <laughs> on it. If I would have won, it would have been like $2,000. How does that sound? <laughs> it goes past a point where you're actually making – I feel like you're making a bet, and you're just – 
it's just a lottery at that point. Like yeah, anything can happen in sports, lottery, yeah. right? You can have all the information you want and you can still lose, uh, you know, your parlay because the Giants decide to go for it in a blowout on a two-point conversion that was completely unnecessary. No, I'm not petty or, or no angry about that at all. But again, not, you guys yeah. can go on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use our code PHNX once again uh, for betting uh, $5 on any NFL game or more. Uh, and as long as that team wins, you will get $200 in free bets. 21 and over only, Arizona only, gambling problem, dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Jesse, do you put hot? Do you put ketchup on your hot dog? I do. I put ketchup and I put mm. relic. I'm oh, not boy. a mustard guy. Not a mustard guy I, at all. I, I, here's the weird thing. I hate mustard on almost everything, but it yeah. belongs on a hot dog. Ketchup, mustard onion i'm good to go i don't know sorry i didn't mean to let you down there i feel like i really set you up like we were on the same side for a moment and just completely abandoned you uh but the diamondbacks do have quite a number of other coaching vacancies to fill the other day that uh uh, I think it was Nick Picoro asked about how many other vacancies he had to fill. And Lavola went through kind of a laundry list, you know, there's, of, there's of yeah. you know, coaches. So we still have a lot of news to break as far as the staff is concerned. And I kind of hope to see them continue down this path. Like I said, I feel like an all-star coaching staff might really be the way to go, might be the way for the Diamondbacks to spend their money at this point if their plan is to turn to their farm system you know, for these positional needs and to try to develop some of these younger guys that are already, you know, on the 40 man roster. I don't know if it's necessarily like them spending, spending their money in one place as opposed to another. I, I know. But... No, no, no. I know. I'm just saying like, if they are going to spend money, I, I almost feel like at this point, you know, we've looked at the free agency market. We've talked about it. There isn't a lot of help out there that can really improve this team, you know, and they're right. not going to spend the money on the guys that, <laughs> that really would um, Corey Seager, right? right exactly so <laughs> it, it comes down to you know again if you can put in place a quality coaching staff that can get the most out of these guys may, maybe that really is the way to go it, it'll be great to see if that's uh if that really gets the Diamondbacks over this hump right now I will say that uh, coaches are very important and probably more important than people realize the last two great Diamondback seasons occurred on the heels of them bringing in a new manager and i know that's not happening this year they're not bringing in a new manager right. but they're bringing in a whole lot of new coaches i mean this is yeah. about as close to a full-on turnover as you could imagine and you look back 2017 that was tori lovello's first year uh you look before that the the, the time prior to that that the diamondbacks made the playoffs 2011 uh that was kirk gibson's first year so the Diamondbacks sort of have this history where significant coaching tur- significant coaching turnover has often led to immediate results. Uh, and, and that's not to say that that's necessarily going to happen again this year. Obviously, the Diamondbacks have a long, long way to go uh, coming off a 110 loss season. But, um, but yeah, I mean, so far, so good on the coaching front. Uh, I love what Jeff said. Uh, he alluded to it briefly, Derek, about just his story growing up, all of the surgeries he had. Yeah. Uh, for those of our audience members who don't know, Jeff Bannister uh, at one point had doctors recommend to him that he have his leg amputated uh, when he was a kid. This was far before uh, his major league dream had been he realized. Was, uh, soph- sophomore in high school when that happened. And yeah. it was due to bone cancer in his leg. There you go. There you go. Yeah, he had some sort of an injury. It revealed bone cancer, and he had seven surgeries in order to repair his leg. And he didn't, unfortunately, he didn't, you know, he was able to get by keeping his leg, but it was not without 
uh, quite a bit of heartache on his right. end going through yeah. all of that. He's Only faced a lot of adversity. The, he's faced a lot of adversity. And then in, in junior college, he had another disastrous issue uh, when uh, he was he was catching and he had a runner fly in at the plate. And uh, and there was another major injury there to his neck and he was paralyzed for, uh, you know, it took him a, a long, long time to even be able to walk with a walker. I think it was like four months That's or something before crazy. he was able to do that. So, That's yeah, crazy. so just just to give our audience uh, an idea of where this guy has been, what he's been through. The Diamondbacks are going through some adversity right now, Derek, and Jeff has been there and done that. And I think they're I think they're in good hands. You're right, because it's not just his his 29 years with the with the Pittsburgh Pirates organization that that makes him qualified and gives him the experience. It's that life experience, and you can right. you can hear it in him, right? You can hear it when this in our discussion. You can hear it in the stories that he talks uh, tells, and and just the way that he, you know, kind of appreciates this game on a different level. And we talked mm -hmm. about it when he got hired, but let's take a look again at at uh, Jeff's stats because he really does have some incredible stats. I mean, um, he led the uh, Rangers after taking over with no managerial experience prior to that in 2015. He led them to two AL West division titles, was named the AL manager of the year the first year that he led the uh, the Rangers, uh, being the first American League manager to ever win the award with no prior managerial experience. And again, we talked about the 29 years and Jesse, you, you asked him about the player of uh, development for the University of Colorado's baseball program. All of that, like all of that to me is very exciting because everything there is mm. all of the experience that I want to see uh, from someone who is going to be the bench coach for Tori Lovello, right? The, the main focus there being uh, that his expertise seems to be uh, that uh, he develops players. You know, and that's yeah. that's the biggest thing that this team needs is player development. I think the second thing that this team needs is Tori Lavallo having someone to to be his co-counsel. I, I I've I've thought that for a while. I think that at times Tori Lavallo had, you know, the prior bench coach uh, didn't have the kind of experience that, you know, Lavallo could rely on to literally go to go go to someone like he can with Bannister and and mm -hmm. ask him his opinion and value that opinion because of his experiences as a manager himself. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm very excited about that. Uh and Jesse, you know what? Let's uh let's just do this. It's you know what today is, right? You know what today is. I know what today is. Everyone knows 20 years ago is. today, Jesse. 20 years ago today. You want to get excited about Arizona Diamondbacks baseball? Let's get excited. Let's do it. What is today, Jesse? <laughs> Today is the 20th anniversary of the Diamondbacks defeating the New York Yankees in the 2001 World Series. That's right. With this, with this single from the one and only Luis Gonzalez. The chance of a lifetime for Luis Gonzalez. 2-2, bottom of the ninth. Game seven of the World Series. Bases loaded. Put that on a permanent loop for me. Just put that on a loop. I'm going to watch it the rest of the night. What a moment. What a moment. What a moment. I know you this are. Is the most, you, this is the most optimistic show we've had in, in weeks. I know. What is going on? We're so what happy is, today, Derek. I don't What's understand what is happening at all. I, I don't know what to say. All I can say is, is that, you know, I, I blame Jeff. I blame Jeff Bannister. He's the one yeah, that got me feeling uh, very positive about this entire situation. 
And I'll tell you what, I, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see who they hire going forward. And I'm excited, uh, you know, just to see how this entire thing develops. I, you know, I'm very big on some of the young guys that we've had, uh, you know, that we talked about Alec Thomas, some of the youngsters that are, are prospects that we should see this year. Uh, it's it's going to be great to see uh, this team rise up from here. Like we said, we, we've hit rock yeah. bottom, right? I mean, I, I can't imagine it going uh, worse. And at this point, I, I feel like the best thing that they can do is be realistic. I, I don't even think they were realistic uh, before the season started about how bad things could be. I had my suspicions, though. My biggest concern before this season started was how uh, their lack of depth. And that, in the end, that really became their biggest problem their lack of depth and injuries yeah. uh, well, they stacked just up signed, on each uh, other they just signed chris davinsky to a minor league contract so hey, hey there we go uh, uh and 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 slowly but surely <laughs> as you tweeted about they have decided to move on from cole calhoun and not extend the option which we thought was going to happen especially yep. with the it was a nine million dollar option yep yeah. yeah same with uh tyler clippard they also declined his option and they also accepted they exercised the option for uh merrill kelly which of course is hey also good uh, good to hear had a great season yeah fantastic and uh you can definitely get more of that information on gophnx.com we'll have some articles up about that as well as some more articles uh about the coaching staff the decisions that are made and all of the news that happens with the arizona diamondbacks this offseason go become a member over at gophnx.com you can either get an annual membership which will get you a free t-shirt over at the phnxlocker.com I know I'm probably not supposed to tell you this, but if you go over to the Coyotes and Suns, you might get something extra even going there. But go over and get a membership. Annual membership uh, uh, is around 60 bucks. You'll get uh, the free T-shirt. If you go with a month-to-month option, you'll get your first month for just 50 cents. And we hope you do. We call you guys members because you're members of the family. And uh, we're trying to grow this thing. So please join us over here. You can uh, join our Discord and talk about baseball with us. Give us your thoughts on these Arizona Diamondbacks hirings and everything that's happening with this team. Are you excited? Are you still pessimistic? What, what's going on? Um, so let us know how you feel. And uh, also, go over to DraftKings Sportsbook uh, and use our code of PHNX. For $5 uh, on any NFL team, you'll get $200 in free bets as long as that team that you bet your $5 on wins their game. I'm also going to give you our DraftKings Pick of the Week. I think uh, even Ooh. though the... Yeah, it's pick of the week time, Jesse. Baseball's over. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I'm kind of sad about it, and I don't really know what to bet on anymore. Yeah, but I'm gonna, picking, I'm gonna, picking out against the Coyotes again, Derek? Is that the move? <laughs> Jesse, I am always picking against the Coyotes. It's the smart bet to do. I think I've only lost once. Oh, and... oh wait. We have we have Leah producing for us. Today. Yeah, I she's not supposed to know. Shut up, Jesse. Yeah. You idiot. You're going to tell her she's going to know. She's going to tell Petey, and Petey's going to come back and want his cut because he's the one that told me to bet against them. <laughs> You're complicating the situation for me substantially um all right so my lock of the week actually is the miami dolphins over the houston texans i do not believe in the houston texans at all uh and the miami dolphins are five and a half point favorite i also believe it or not i like the buffalo bills over the jaguars even though the spread is 14 and a half uh it's the jaguars and again but it's, yeah, it is, it but is you know, when, when the, when the Cardinals were really on a roll, I kind of hesitated on that spread against the Texans and they blew it out of the water. So I have a feeling that the Buffalo bills that are on a little bit of a roll themselves will probably steamroll the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, so there you go. There's, there's your DraftKings pick of the week, Jesse. I know you can't do this and I'm sorry, but we'll get no. you back here soon enough. Well, I promise, <laughs> you know, 
And then you can be here. We'll go watch Jeff, uh, you know, manage games with Tori. It's going to be a fun time. I'm excited to see this team play next year. So, hey, at least there's that. There's hope. There's light at the end of the tunnel, and it's uh, a, a superior coaching staff. So uh, I'm I'm excited to watch this team. I know Jesse is. Jesse, uh, what else you got? You got anything else coming up on uh, gophnx.com? Oh, I will. Yes. Um, yeah, we're going to be uh, actually starting to jump in and embrace all the questions about what should the Diamondbacks do over the offseason? You know, what free agents should they look at? We've it's gotten these question, questions for a long time, yeah. and we're a little bit scared to answer it because it's, it's like, because well, he's, he's, he said no. Mike Hazen has just flat out said yeah. no. He's made it sound. I don't believe it's that's hard. going to be the case. I think they're still going to acquire some free agents in this offseason. I feel like right. with Bannister's philosophy about combining veterans with, you know, the young players and having the veterans be a part of their maturation and having the veterans be a part of, you know, them becoming the the next superstars for this team. I can't see them not going after veterans kind of like what they did with one year deals this yeah. year, which I don't they I don't will. hate that at they all. Absolutely will. Yeah, there's going to be uh they're going to I think they're going to get a third baseman. They don't really have a viable everyday third baseman as of right now. So, uh, but yeah, it could be, it could be, I, I mean, not, not likely I wouldn't say, but, yeah, uh, but you certainly never know. One thing go, I do want to bring your up. Money, though, yeah. <laughs> one thing I do want to bring up real quick before we finish the show uh, back to Jeff Bannister, there's a connection here that I think it's, it's important. We point out uh, Jeff Bannister, of course, as we've talked about, spent 29 years in the Pittsburgh pirates organization, Correct. both as a player and then eventually uh, for a long time, a coach in a number of capacities, served a number of different roles there. Um, but uh, in one of his final positions, working alongside Clint Hurdle uh, with the Pirates, uh, that was also under the regime of one Mike Fitzgerald, uh, who is currently the Arizona Diamondbacks director of, or I think vice president of yes. research and development is yes. his official title. Um, so basically, Mike Fitzgerald right now is the Diamondbacks, uh, one of their sabermetric guru uh, type people, right? Uh, he has been well known in the industry for a while, primarily for his work uh, with the Pittsburgh Pirates, working alongside Jeff Bannister. <laughs> and what he was, uh, what Mike Fitzgerald was known for, uh, was like traveling with the team, which is something that you don't have a lot of analytics guys do, right? They sure. kind of sit in the office upstairs and relate. Doesn't their seem like a necessity to, to travel with the team. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's a there's a great article uh, from about seven years ago uh, from when Mike Fitzgerald was with the Pirates and talking about all of the things that he was doing there. And it talks about him having frequent conversations with Jeff Bannister uh, as one of the coaches at the time in Pittsburgh. Uh, so I think it's an interesting connection how Mike Fitzgerald is now with the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks bring Jeff Bannister aboard. We obviously know Jeff Bannister is going to be uh, receptive uh, to some of those ideas. And also, he's going to be uh, familiar with a guy in Mike Fitzgerald who's been really good historically at relating to players and making sure that these messages are delivered in a way that they can understand uh, that isn't going to be overbearing for them. Uh, so we've talked a lot, Derek, about how the Diamondbacks have maybe had issues giving too much information at times. Yes. And I think this is this is probably, uh, you know, a, a good move in the right direction with both Jeff Bannister and Mike Fitzgerald. They've worked together doing this in Pittsburgh. And I think there's a good chance that will continue in a positive way here. Remember when the Diamondbacks were feuding with the Pirates, Jesse? I do. I do remember what that. What better yes. way to get back at them than single white femaling them? 
They're single white femaleing them. They're adopting their identity. They're becoming them, and they're going to mimic their success. And I can't wait for it. Uh, you can get. <laughs> I don't me know on if the Twitter. pirates are an organization you want to mimic in that. Uh, many yeah, ways, that's a good point. That's I, a good point. Yeah, well, no, mimic right before they got rid yeah. of all their good players. Right before, sure. yeah. And I guess maybe add a little more success to it. I don't know where I'm going with this anymore. It's kind of a bad idea. But anyway, uh, thank you guys all for watching. You can get me on Twitter with more insane ideas like this. I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. You can get Jesse for more reasonable ideas. And he is at Jesse N. Friedman. Our Twitter account is at PHNX underscore DBACs. But of course, all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports and that is on instagram facebook and twitter uh if you're watching us right now on youtube please subscribe here and sign up for notifications for all of our shows uh and also go over to your favorite podcasting app and subscribe there as well as leave us a five-star review if you can again even if you don't think i'm a five-star man jesse is definitely a five-star man uh you can also uh if you're listening to us on a podcast app subscribe over at youtube uh, and that's at phnx sports we thank you guys again so much. On behalf of Jesse and myself, we appreciate you watching and listening. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's more fun when you bet on it. Oh.